The podcast where we unpack street culture and let our flag flag fly. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. Welcome back to Word on the Straits. We are here. Joe, it's the first day of your favorite month. Oh my God. STFU. Is it October already? Uh, It will be when this episode comes out. We're actually recording on National Podcast Day. Wow. Uh, And it will be released on. The first day of the spookiest, ookiest, scariest month of all. The brand is strong. And I really held back and didn't watch like any spooky content until October. I'm yeah. savoring it. What is your first scary thing you're going to watch? As soon as the clock strikes witching hour on the grandfather clock in your apartment or in your house tonight. I'm gagging. Oh, my God. Oh, Maybe like Halloween Tattoo, Calabar's Revenge. It's a good pick. Or Nosferatu. I don't know. There's too many. I have a whole Google Doc of like spooky It's great that you're watch. so organized. I am on an ever-going journey <laughs> to get more into horror stuff. Uh, I am definitely a lot more willing to watch something that I know is going to be scary than I was even a year ago, I feel. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's growth for you. You really were not about the scary content at all. Well, I'm sort of a baby, and um, I just really do Because, like, even now, when I watch something scary, it does affect my sleep. Uh, and I do, I like, watching it, I'm like, ha-ha, demons, yeah, right? And then at the <laughs> end of the day, when I'm in bed, I'm like, oh, demons, yeah, those are real. Abilam, he's under my bed, of course. Yeah. yeah. And actually, when I was... Uh, really little. I would every time I was going to sleep, I would always picture that there was someone somewhere on Earth, um, like who knew where I was and was walking across the land to come and murder me. And then, but then the other thing I made up for this fake scenario in my head was that if I closed my eyes, they would be teleported away from me at a really quick speed. So if I Mm. kept my eyes closed. (laughs) They would never reach me. It's a terrifying way to get yourself to go to bed. Yeah. Well, I've actually had to do that a lot in my life because then as I grew up, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's not someone who knows where I am, but maybe it is someone who invades my home and is going to murder me. Yeah. And then you be inventing these scenarios all the time. I do. And so my workaround for that has been alternatingly like, what are the odds that someone breaking into a house is going to break into my house specifically when there are so (laughs) many houses? Or it's like, if I am going to get murdered, I'd rather be asleep so that I am not afraid during it. So I am able to convince myself to go to sleep that way. But then I feel like you'd have a higher chance of survival if you're awake during the murder. But... Is the survival worth being terrified for whatever that 
those minutes and seconds. Obviously, yes. You're talking about minutes versus a lifetime, bitch. Yeah, but, like, this is sort of when I was sort of, like, here and there with how much I wanted to be alive, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That is so different on the daily. Like, am I, should I be, you know, what's the... Me today earlier, canvassing, getting kids to vote, I was like, literally someone take an axe to my face, please. Like, and it, it's just like... Some of these kids have seen us. I'm like signing kids up to vote for those who don't know on the pod who are listening. And it was like literally Joe's on the grounds, grassroots. Oh my God. But like these kids have seen us every day for three weeks, four weeks now. So some of them are literally just like, if you speak to me, I am, they just blow right past me. And sometimes it hurts, you know, I'm not going to lie. This is the start of your rom-com. You approach someone trying to get them to register to vote. They're like, I'm not registered to vote. No one in my family has ever voted, et cetera, et cetera. And then eventually the two of you fall in love and they do vote. And we become the president of the United States together. Together. Fused. We are one president. Yeah. (laughs) I think this is a great idea. Um, I'm ready. You're ready for this rom-com scenario to start? Uh, I I mean... You're out there on the campus. I think that you people could, you know, it's not un, it's not impossible for you to fall in love while getting people registered to vote. No, definitely not. There are some beautiful people out there. That's what and I'm out there. You're out there. <laughs> I'm out there. Uh, let's introduce our guest today. Today, uh, we have an amazing comedian. I'm not even really sure how she got on my radar screen, but I started following her on Instagram a while ago. Then I saw her on TikTok, and she has like forty thousand followers. So I—it's um, like it is like eighteen thousand. Okay. <laughs> but like to me, those are the same number. Like that once you get past a threshold, like that's just still a big number. Um, uh, today we—I uh, don't even. Oh, let's bring her in. Please welcome to the pod, Molly, Molly Brown. Brown. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course, thank you for Lovely being here. How you. are you doing today, Molly? I'm good. You know, typical Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday, so that's um, it's yeah. So a typical Wednesday is forgetting what day it is. Um, that's typical of every day. So I'm feeling good. I also feel like Tuesdays and Wednesdays have pretty similar vibes. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really think that there's a lot different between a Tuesday and a Wednesday to me. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like you're over the hump of the Monday, but you're still nowhere close to whatever a weekend is. So, yeah, time really stopped making sense this year. And Monday, you know, because it really, I think actually the week really depends on how your Monday feels. If it doesn't feel like a Monday, like you're done. And all day Monday, I think I thought it was Sunday. So, right. anyway. <laughs> so you, you know how it started. Yeah. yeah. Monday really is the tone setter for the week. Because if you have a good Monday, like, Nothing can stop you. But if Monday sort of goes as planned and it's not your greatest day, like. I've been having great Mondays. There's a new podcast that I am obsessed with. Speaking of National Podcast Day, it's these two drag queens from Drag Race, Delta, Work, and Raja. And they have a podcast called Very That. And I'm obsessed with it because they're just like legends and they've been doing drag in LA for like decades so they know everything and they know all the stores and all the stories and they got hand-me-downs from RuPaul so it's a good podcast 
what do they talk about? Like, what is their setting theme? Literally whatever the fuck they want. I think they take some questions, but mostly it's just like, yeah, stories of like being drunk at Rage in 2005 at like the Dreamgirls review. And I'm like, this is what I signed up for. Molly, how do you find podcasts? Do you have a fave right now? I, um, so I guess as, as it's crazy, I am one of the most boring people in the world. Um, I do listen to the daily every morning and then I listen to ABC's start here to hear another take on the exact same story. It's always, it's the same thing. Uh, it just stretches it out a little bit longer that I have something to do that day, I guess. Um, I can't stop. Like I, I need to consume the news all the time. It's very unfortunate. That's a good way to consume it though. Like, but I wouldn't even say that I'm informed. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't know anything. I just hear it all the time. Right. It's important to know the news. I also used to listen to the daily. I, and then I would, I don't know. Eventually, even though I know it's only like 15 minutes, I still was struggling to like find the time where I would like want to put it on because I would just put on something else instead and then I would put mm-hmm. something else on and something else on. And then eventually you get to the next day and you're sort of just like, do I listen to yesterday's daily? Well, there's yeah. already a new one. I could just listen to that. Yeah. Well, I feel like also, I guess one of the key things about being me, like who I am as a person is for no reason, basically every day I wake up at 6 a.m., Um, I'm just awake at that time. That time is just for me and maybe no one else in my building. I don't know. I don't think anyone else is just wandering around, but I have nothing to do in the morning. And so I put on the daily so I don't feel alone. It's it's like, it's nice. Like we hang out together, me and, uh, you know, the guy from the daily. Mr. Barbaro. Exactly. Uh, In the early morning hours. I am striving to become a morning person. Would absolutely love to live your life and just sort of uh make a wish and live the molly brown experience waking up at 6 a.m because i don't want it <laughs> well maybe we can shit maybe we can trade and like sort of meet in the middle and sort of be 7 seven thirty. wake yeah. up people uh i have been it has been slowly moving backwards into the morning that i wake up naturally which is so great uh but like it's it, it, it's a caffeine issue for me and i really need to work on my intake but the podcast listeners have heard all about that before so i won't get into it uh joe what time do you normally wake up i would say if i don't do anything my body naturally wakes me up at 9 a.m it's been even earlier for me lately which be crazy because like i am the opposite of a morning person yeah you sent me a text at like 8 a.m on sunday yeah It'd be like 8 a.m these days it's like 8 8 30 and i'm like how did i get here why am i here take me back Cause I went to bed at 2am last night and I was like awake at 8.30. What do you do with your time? Oh, I, I'm watching K-pop like always. Like that is what I do with my time. You woke, you, I mean, you basically fell asleep at 2am watching a K-pop video. It played throughout the night and you woke up (laughs) to a K-pop video. It's like, this has happened. Okay. (laughs) This, what you're describing has happened to me, but yeah, Certainly. Fuck a morning. But when I do wake up mega early, it is very fun. You do feel like the world is your own and is your, just yours. It, 
it's always so great. Like I every anytime I've woken up and gotten up early and gone and done something immediately, it's I've it's been a great day and I've loved that I did that. And I just can't learn to do that, <laughs> even though I know it'll be good. Certainly. I found it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. That's what is so frustrating. It doesn't, it's just, I could go on about it forever. I was trying to find in my phone, like a timestamp, because I'll normally send a text right when I wake up to someone. And on Sunday, like Sunday of all days, I feel like it was absurdly early, but it was probably no, no earlier than 630. Mm -hmm. That's still so damn early. That's where my mom leaves for work. She was like, do you want to drive me to work at 6.30 in the morning tomorrow? And that I was like, so um, I don't think I physically can. And like, I feel that sometimes because we just run on different schedules, you know? Yeah. I mean, if she's leaving work at six and you're, I mean, in a, I feel like before you were awake, when you weren't waking up at eight, you were waking up at like after 11 ish. Is that more so like a 10, but girl, you wouldn't see me until 11. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sort of waking up and getting up very different experiences. And oh those are two different concepts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, do you have like an estranged relationship with your mother since you, I mean, you're just, you're one of you is nocturnal. One of you is diurnal. Like, no, I mean like we make time. If, if it's, if it, matters you make time and it sounds yeah. like it does matter mm-hmm. we got bananagrams and dinner like we see each other bananagrams is an anytime activity not just um, mornings or night but you can do it whenever for real molly how have you been surviving are you doing okay are you has it affected you has, has have you always been a 6 a.m wake up time or is this like a recent thing like what's new with you It's been always, it's been, I mean, there was a time in college where I slept in, like I could go hard in college and just like sleep whenever. Uh, but that was maybe only my freshman year. And then I think as I just started forming more and, and just becoming a, a, I guess more, maybe it's anxiety. I don't know what it is, but my mom, my mom wakes up really early too. Mm. And that's always scared me my entire life. Like she's up at like four and it's like, you need, you need to go to bed. Like you got to figure that out. I'm worried. Um, yeah, that, that to me, like, I'm like, you got it. Like you, you have to wait before you send people certain things. Like you can't just because you're up um totally yeah that's like that's a really fun thing about me like if I'm like texting someone that like I'm like into it's like I will stop it will stop abruptly at like 9 p.m and resume for me at 6 a.m I'm like hey where do we leave off (laughs) that is a great decision to make just sort of let stop it because I mean I remember I mean to talk about waking up with anxiety texting someone you're dating like I remember just like being so wired the instant I woke up one like for like weeks at a time in college because I was just like uh so anxious about like I mean a lot of things but <laughs> it's also just like dating in general and so I, w- I was waking up way earlier than normal and when you when you're like going through those really anxious times you know how you just sort of like have like a layer of anxiety over you like at all times and sort of like a baseline of your experience where you're just like sort of tense in your stomach and you can't stop. Uh, so you would just sort of wake up with that sort of feeling in yourself. And like, I would just have to tell myself like, uh, like I would give myself like 
I would force myself to wait like 15 minutes or like wait until I get to class to send a text or stuff like that, where it's just like, <laughs> you're thinking too much, honestly. Oh, you're, thinking, yeah. you're thinking way too much all the time. We all need to stop thinking about things because no one's ever thinking about the things that we're thinking about as much as we think that they're thinking about it. Yes. Um, absolutely. Like literally say that again for the people in the back. I like can't because I don't like it was so many words. <laughs> but like basically you could wear the same thing. You could wear the same pants. Let's just say pants because no one no one no one knows what pants you wore yesterday. Right. No one yeah. paid attention. They remember what they wore, but like no one thought about you. Don't worry. Absolutely. And that's my advice to the kids. I completely No one is thinking about your ass. Don't big, worry. Yeah. A big breakthrough I had like a year or two ago was like framing my anxiety as being really self-centered and just sort of like also naive and just sort of like thinking of myself as more important than other people because it's just like no one, like exactly what you just said, no one is like at all thinking about me in any way, especially mm-hmm. not like constantly the way I am about myself. Bye, yeah. bye. Yeah. It's such a hard lesson to learn. And like so much of our culture has us in our heads all the time. Yeah. But for real, like none of our stupid little problems matter at fucking all. Especially, I mean, I feel like it's easy to overthink about yourself when you're like, trapped alone with very few other people to talk to and accept your mind to echo back all of the little <laughs> things you tell yourself, you know? Totes, yeah, um, so I can definitely see why it could be an anxious time for all. Yeah. I will say that's like the craziest thing about the pandemic is I did move into a studio apartment at the beginning Shit. at the, you know, it's just like, why don't we live alone? Um, <laughs> and so I very often it's it's just it's me and my thoughts and my socks on the floor like it's like you know yeah what's going I need people to come over so I like have to be okay for them <laughs> it's but, it's but, good <laughs> have you learned a lot about yourself um I I don't think that I, there's nothing like new it's all <laughs> just like it's like eh, I knew that about me <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew that if I could get away with this, I would do this. And that's how I behave. I'm never like basically never wearing clothing. It's it, the parts of it is it's amazing, but parts of it, it's like, Molly, you do need to close your curtains. You know, I'm not responsible enough to live alone. That's another one of the problems. Vibe, yeah. I also found that I liked living alone was also not probably ready to live alone when I did. You should see my fridge. Like it actually might kind of upset you. Like it, you might be hurt by it emotionally. If you look in my fridge, it's like, ah. oh my God, look at that college freshman. Who's yeah, like the thought that she only had a mini fridge. It's like, what's happening in there? Why is it only Sprite? Sprite uh, and a bottle of Sriracha. That is my fridge. Yeah. That's real. I was just thinking about that. Remember in early quarantine when we were stocking up like it was a nuclear winter and like the grocery stores never closed, like <laughs> never closed. The only thing they were out of was hand sanitizer. Like, yeah. I mean, the main, re- the main reason we left in like such a hurry 
from New York on, on that one on the day when we left was because we were worried like the highways were going to be shut down and people yeah. weren't going to be able to travel. Yeah, they were like, like threatening a shutdown and we were like, there's 48 hours to get out of New York. And we were like, there was, what? so I was dating this girl and be ever, I mean, that's the thing is like, everyone thought it was so urgent that she was yeah. at my apartment. We were talking about like, oh yeah, you know, like we'll quarantine together. It'll be like chill and relaxing. And then like she left to go to work and then texted me like three hours later, my mom bought me a ticket and I'm flying home. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I will never see you again. Like, great. What's happening? Um, yeah. No yeah. shit. There was literally that one afternoon in March that a lot of people's plans fucking changed. So many big decisions were made that day. <laughs> for us, it was literally St. Patrick's Day. Was it St. Patrick's Day for you? Well, because it was like, I don't know. I... I got asked by my employers if I would go live with them in Connecticut. Whoa. And I promptly said, I can't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I got stuff to do over here. Might have coronavirus. You never know. So many things. Um, Yeah, it's just keeping me busy. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was like around then. What, like March 16th, I want to say? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I was, I feel so crazy about it because I was so, I had so many plans that weekend and I was so <laughs> thrilled to have them all canceled. <laughs> like at the beginning, like when it was just that weekend, it was like, I had nonstop plans every single day. It was completely full. And I was like, this is the best. I'm totally free. And that's what happens when you're selfish and horrible. I ruined the country because I, I, I wanted that's the super- pandemic just for a weekend. <laughs> That's really like to be really happy. Your plans are canceled. Honestly, that's a vibe. Yeah, I thought people felt that way at the jump. I definitely obviously got old. Obviously, I was like, "Yay, working from home! Yay!" Like, I mean, whatever. Like things I don't have to do anymore. But you know, it did come right at my birthday so i had to cancel oh. a lot of my like fun stuff that i was excited about and that then i was like sad. i'll just push it for after the pandemic ends and so now i'm still sort of waiting to celebrate my birthday and i feel like it's gonna be past the time where it's sort of i mean i feel like it's already past the time where it's like if the pandemic ended tomorrow people aren't gonna want to come to my birthday for march you know <laughs> no but also could you imagine <laughs> First order of business, though. Like, we got to celebrate that birthday. I mean, I don't need to imagine it. It is front of mind for me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that is no longer... Damn. We're in a third wave or some shit? Like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Because I just feel like people who, like, had smaller weddings, they're like, well, we'll have a big reception, like, a year from now. But it's like... Are you and are people going to want to come to that? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. They just don't have the wedding. You don't need to. I don't know. I'm very anti this whole. No, absolutely. I I echo that. It's like, bitch, if love is forever, if diamonds are forever, you can get married next year. Like, I've never seen someone so insecure. Absolutely. I mean, like, no shade. But, like, seriously, like, really, what? Like, who are you doing this? (laughs) Like, what is the... The answer is their registry, the wedding registry. That's why they're doing it. 
or like, you know, like insurance, like, are we like life insurance? Like it could be, these could even be harmful things. Like Mm -hmm. maybe someone's going to kill their spouse. Like, I just think we need to calm down. Like anyone who's getting married during this pandemic, it's just like, I don't know, maybe I'm just mad because like no one wants to marry me, but this could be, I don't, it just seems like we don't need to do it. I'm constantly hearing about the tax benefits that come from being married. And I just feel like no one really knows what that means. And they just keep repeating it because they've heard it before. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's tax benefits for doing other things too. Like you don't have to, you don't have to jump mean, to that. All you're off after is a tax benefit. Like get some fucking solar panels. Give to charity. Yeah. Just sort of there like figure it out. You don't need to be locked down, you know? Mm-hmm. Fucking straight culture. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, how do you guys feel about moving into the word on the straight? Joe, your transition work is just nonstop <laughs> top tier. I am really getting better. That was pretty seamless. So good. Um, yeah, absolutely. Molly, today we wanted to talk to you about Catan, comma, Settlers of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The best In, on this pod, we love Settlers of Catan. Uh, we've been playing it for years, yeah, and like for real we years. love it with all our hearts. I played the original German version, Der Siedler. Wow, yeah, okay, it's I haven't like, done that. It's the same shit, it's just in German, it's the same thing, just harder to read. Yeah. Amazing. What was your, what's first your relationship Catan like with Catan? Yeah, yeah, um, what, your, yeah. I've been playing for like 10 years, which is, feels kind of nuts, right? Like that's a good chunk of time. I, I started playing when I was a, a leader in training at summer camp. Absolutely. The first step to becoming a counselor, which I never did become. Similarly, I did Yeah, that. you know, and I so... Was, I was an LIT and then became a counselor. I was an LIT, I was a CIT, never became a counselor mm-hmm. um, because I was at theater camp instead. Anyway, Work. that part's not important, but it also is because it is who I am. So it'll just show up in my personality. Um, I have been playing, yeah, since high school. It's 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 my favorite thing. I loved, I think it is a perfect game. It really um, is. It's just, uh, God, like, it, it changes every time it it's so wonderful it's so fun to play with different people um and so i have competed in a, a tournament Slay. a Catan tournament i was so nervous for it uh the first day i came in fourth and i did qualify for the semifinals. Wow. i got beat it was a travesty i was very there's this man named Ronnie. He's my mortal enemy. It's a whole thing. Like it became part of my life, but yeah, I love Catan. So wait, how does a Catan Catan tournament work? Like how many people were involved? Like how do you qualify for the next round? So on the first day, the, they have qualifiers throughout the country. There is a a championship in like every, in in cities and then they have like a national one and then there's one gosh i can't remember what country it was in malta it was in malta they had like the world championship for Catan. so it's like it's like a big thing imagine Um, all the beautiful nerds at oh my god like it would be such a grand that'd be so beautiful yeah um 
Yeah, and unfortunately, the like the national Catan uh, tournament was being held in Ohio, so like not as hot a destination. Literally but like, the opposite. also, awesome. I would have gone in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, I would have been so thrilled. <laughs> um, so Catan tournament, there were fifty people on the first day, I think, um, around fifty. Damn, and you came in fourth out of fifty. Yeah, I'm really good. I'm, I'm like sick. very good at Catan. Uh, and so you played three games and then it was an average of like, it took a couple things in average your how many times you won, how many points you had cumulatively and your share of points uh, on the table. Wow. And so my first game, I was playing a three person game. So they like averaged what a fourth player, honestly, like my first game, I was playing these two boys. Ooh. I beat them 10 to three to three. Oh and it God. was, it was a 20 minute game. Like it was, I've never <laughs> felt, I've never felt so untouchable. And like, ultimately, like I did kind of dress uh, a bit straight, you know, like I, tr- mm. I, I wanted them to think that I was straight. I totally. had a great time with it. Uh, this boy made so many trades with me that were so silly on his part. I won the game because <laughs> you don't ever want to like win the game on a trade. You never want to trade someone for the win. Yeah. And he did that. And it was just like, all right. And that was game fellas. Like, <laughs> thank you so much. A Royal flush. Honestly, was, that yeah. is like advanced. Catan is learning when not to trade. Like players don't know that at first. It's like, Oh, maybe don't help your friend right now because yeah, you are hitting them the game. You play with me and I will like, <laughs> I, that's like the, that's kind of the, one of the things about I, I will keep tabs on the board for everyone. Like I'll yeah. let I'll let you know. And I also like will say when I'm playing with newer people, I do not take advantage of them because it's not fun to win. Yeah. Like against like in I that knew. way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like no. obviously I could murder you in this game if I wanted to. Like that wouldn't be fun. Right. And so I help people out. And I do tell people like, okay, you know, like I'm very close to winning. <laughs> like if you don't. <laughs> That's I so actually, yeah. courteous of you, actually. I though. found that I'm so nice. <laughs> over the last like several years, maybe like in the last like three years, I've figured out that I really don't enjoy winning very much compared to like <laughs> feeling competitive with someone else. Like in almost any game where I'm just sort of like, this isn't fun because I don't really feel like I could lose. Gag. Yeah. Literally. I just want there to be like some challenge yeah to my excellence yeah of course a challenger of worthy of your status absolutely i I just want to go back and explain in case anybody doesn't know what settlers of Catan is i don't know how you could it's like the most popular board game in the world in my mind anyway um it's a game about collect it's a board game about collecting resources and building out onto an island and getting uh, a better settlement than the other people on the island and you can trade with them and it's a very very fun game i feel like a lot of people think it's very complicated uh but i think that that is like a mischaracterization and it's actually very simple once you like understand the rules of it which is just true of every game it's simple once you know how to play but that's my favorite thing is the low barrier to entry really it like has this aura around it that feels very nerdy very like cones of dunshire there's a lot of rules but it's really not hard to learn yeah it's very introductory to like 
Cause I mean, that's the thing is like you get people, I, so I have, you know, I have Catan TikToks. I, if you need to know how to play, there's a one minute explanation on, it's one of the things that I'm most that's proud deep. of, of doing yes, on TikTok really is, nice. is getting that down to one minute. I left out a little bit of information about ports, which I hate, but like, that was like the one wow. thing that I, I, and ports are important. Like, look, ports are actually very important, but like, it's very important. you know, it says, I said what a four for one trade is. I feel like you got to just be able to kind of pick some of those things up. Um, totally. But like, yeah, it's very it's, it's, it's a primary level of board games. Like it gets so much deeper than that. And Catan is like, I think pretty easy to understand. Um, it's the best thing. It's so good. And it won like all the awards. Like yeah. when it came out, they were like, Oh, board game of the year, 10 years running. Or like it has like mega credentials. Nobel peace award. prize. I think I, think I heard world hunger. I'm pretty yeah. sure As- when we rolled an eight and all the wheat, like yeah i was told there is no more coronavirus (laughs) it's just settlers of Catan. all it took was one representative from every nation (laughs) playing a tournament of settlers of Catan. (gasps) that's all we need i do i so this is uh maybe a tangent but i was thinking about yesterday i just kept thinking in my head like if they let me debate donald trump i could make him cry (laughs) and i was thinking i was thinking about like if i could play him in Catan and just be like you don't even get this game. Like you don't even understand it. Um, but it wouldn't work because he doesn't feel things. Um, right. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, there's that part. But back to the game. The last time we played Catan was over the weekend. Yeah. Maybe last week. I forget. No, it might have been like a week ago, but it doesn't matter. Um, and, but like I, like we played and I won, but I won with longest road and largest army. So it, I didn't really feel like it was like good gameplay by me, but it was still a victory in the end. What do you mean? I, to acquire both? I mean, that's simply iconic. That's, yeah, that is the gameplay. There's yeah. no better gameplay. I mean, obviously, I'd rather have points on the board, but if sure, that's not sure. an option, which it wasn't. All of the wheat and all of the ore were like ungettable numbers. Oh my god! Yeah, so we really had to maneuver around that, which was this the issue. is coming from someone who has said some inflammatory things about Longest Road on TikTok. <laughs> like I have gone off. I've had there have been so many games that I've had people who I've played with who are like, if TikTok saw what you were doing right now, <laughs> you would be torn apart. Because like I get Longest Road all the time. Yeah. It's been, like I look if you can like do it but whatever yeah. you know like it's not it's not my aim but if it's there and that is like i've had several times you know there's someone who's going for it and you're like i you don't understand how you dude yeah i'm so sorry connecting my settlements turned out to be so easy and like i wasn't <laughs> even trying to do it but i will do it if it's gonna come down to it what is I? What is your favorite? Like, could do you go like is as long as the thing you like randomly go for? I feel like I'm always like wanting to be the sheep king and have like a bunch <laughs> of sheep and just like a big sheep mm. nation. Um, if there's like a lot of sheep in one area where I can just like grow my power, even though I know that sheep is like probably the worst resource in the game, mm. like I just feel like that's my go to. Like, if it's there, it is possible. There's a good chance I'm going to try to do it. But. Sheep. I, um, you know, I, I'm reluctant to like, 
I think that I've divulged too much strategy online and mm. like probably shouldn't, but I will say that like the, so I play with a lot of like intense people. I made friends at the tournament because I'm a very, you know, charismatic person. And so I made lifelong friends and they're, you know, they're straight up like nerds. Like these boys are nerds uh, and it's yeah. great. I love them. Yeah. Uh, and I play with them in the empire state building or I did, but like you watch them play and like, they don't, it's like, there's certain there's certain times where it's like I know what spot I'm going to go just because I if the numbers line up that way that's where I'm going to go. Mm. I'm more of a numbers person mm. or a port person. Yeah, I obviously I definitely have the strategic gear as well. I'm not saying like I love sheep and I'll go whatever. <laughs> um, it depends on like the vibe at the table, and then yeah. obviously I'll pick like the best numbers for sure. I'm not trying to say like. I have no mind, you know? <laughs> How do we feel about expansion packs? Do you have any? Is it blasphemy? What's the judge? So I have a couple. I mean, I have the extension. I don't love it. Mm. The five to six player extension. It's not my favorite way to play. Oh, yeah. I I think I never tried that one. I've only done that online and it just is too much. It's too big. There's a lot. Too many people. It's like it takes too long. Yeah, And it's just like... Uh, and there's so much more to deal with it. Yeah. It takes a long time. And I've also never played the five to six player version with someone with, with everyone who it wasn't anyone's first time. Mm. I've always had some like new person. And it's like, Oh, this is insane. This is, why are we doing this? So Jessica could come like, just don't invite her next time. Like we don't need to teach someone how to play this game at game night. We don't. Mm. Um, Anyway, but I also, I have the Game of Thrones version. <gasps> Me too. It sucks. Okay. So here's the thing is I'm it not sucks. like, I'm not reaching for it, but there is an interesting, I'm also just mad because I've never won. Oh, I've never wow. won that one. And what I do like about it is it's a bit more cooperative. Hmm. Because we because all have to deal with the wall. Problem. We all have to deal with the wall because that hmm. wall has ended the game Every single time I've played. Wow. No one is, no one is, when I've played that game, no one has ever gotten to 10 to end it. Oh, shit. They always end the game for me. And <laughs> yeah, I, the game's hard just because you have to like, there's so much shit to pay attention to. That's kind of like, Yeah, there's a lot more, there are a lot more rules in the Game of Thrones version. Yeah. Like, they really throw a whole nother mechanic on top. Yeah. Of it, which like, I'm not opposed to, but there was a much higher learning curve than regular. Yeah. Yeah. I have very limited experience with the expansions. Um, I've played Seafarers once or twice, and I think I have played, like, Cities and Knights one or two times also, but otherwise I have... I really mainly stuck to the original mainline Mm -hmm. 3x3x3 hexagon. You know what I mean? I've heard that Cities and Knights is wild. I've heard it's insane. And I do yeah, want to play it, but like, the best kind. I think the thing about me for expansions and, and playing online is like, I am scared of losing. Like I do like my <laughs> ego is way too involved in the game, unfortunately. And so if it's not happening right in front of me, I'm terrified because I do look like I need to no, talk to people while I, yeah. I play. Like if it's humans, like I need to, I need to look someone in the eye as they're putting the robber on me and be like, are you sure? 
Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't, maybe we should all think about it. Like, I don't know. You know, I just, I need it. But um, I get very particular and persnickety about the rules and just like make, and just sort of like socially making, I don't get, cause like when you're, like you're saying, when you're at a table, it can be very easy to like trip people up and make like, maybe they don't realize that you're actually tied and you can just say that someone's winning instead of like actually just having a numbers in the scoreboard at the bottom. And you can right. feel like guys like Joe's pulling ahead. We have to stop. Yeah. Right. When I have like an extra point over him anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I love that part of Catan where it's like politics and just sort of just like kind of lying to people about it's what's just going a little on. Smoke and mirrors at that point, you know. You're just like, look, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about these dev cards. They're nothing. They're nothing. They're all knights. They already have largest army. It's not a big deal. It's nothing. Um, yeah, it's. I love to lie to my friends. Uh, any chance I can get. <laughs> I got caught cheating at the game of Catan we were playing last weekend. I would never cheat. Okay, yeah, I would absolutely see, never yeah, cheat no, in Catan. Right? Here's the thing. Joe had like nine cards and a seven was rolled, and I think we all know what's supposed to happen after that. In our uh, youth, in our youth, we didn't play with that rule because we didn't know about it. Not to that happens. N- yeah, like are there some rules you didn't know about at first? The so the only big one that I didn't know, which was like actually pretty big, that I didn't know until I moved to New York and started playing with people here, the New York gang. Ooh. Um I didn't know that you got the resources from your second settlement. That's a game changer. I knew That's you were going to say huge. that because I also didn't know that. Yeah, It's like, oh my God, we've been playing this this entire time just with nothing. Did they leave yeah. that one out of some printing? You like, got a Yeah. I think it has to be a recent addition because like, I don't know how I wouldn't have known. And it's just like, it really speeds up the beginning of the game and it's very helpful. It's a yeah. good rule. Well, because it also, you know, especially if you're the, you're, I, you know what I'll say right here and now, I'll admit to you, oh. I love to go last. I really do. Wow, yeah. If you're not going first, you might as well go last. Um, and it, it, that's a really helpful thing when you're going last because then you just get to pick what resources you want to start with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love I, I love that, how the setup of the game favors like not doesn't like favor the last person but it does spread out the luck evenly yeah yeah we love a good snake draft that's for real that's the term Mm -hmm. thickening on the snake draft Mm -hmm. love it Mm -hmm. does this love of Catan translate to other board games like are you a board game fanatic or just Catan I'm really into games of like Mm -hmm. every kind um but I don't play that many other games as frequently I do have a couple others I have I have Ticket to Ride iconic yeah we love ticket to ride uh no one will play it with me i have risk no one will play risk with me and i'm not even like great at it i just want to play one time in middle school my friend mutual friend of the pod chris wainer and i developed a hybrid of Catan and risk it was stupid but it was fun I don't, I, I'm not like as into Monopoly, but like I could play Monopoly. I think I played, a, I played Monopoly a lot growing up. Like that was, we were always playing Monopoly mm-hmm. for some reason. And we're very like, we're very strict rules people. 
you got to play by the rules in the book. There's no house rules. We don't play oh, by house rules. Like there's no free parking. You don't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. We're unfortunately very unbearable people. Um, <laughs> hey, I love rules. I'll go on record and say that rules are great. Yes, they keep rules. things moving. Once you know the rules, you can get to having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, actually, Joe, you mentioned Chris Wainer. We are going to have a board game night with him on Friday. Yeah. So excited. We're going to be playing Chaos in the Old World, uh, which is a game about the, the like fantasy world of Warhammer. The go- you play as the gods in that universe, and you try to destroy the world. It is so complicated and overly and unnecessarily complex in in ways that like people think Catan is like this game actually is like exactly. so annoyingly stupid. This game so is great. what people think Catan is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really fun. It's so ridiculous and like involved and truly every game is really different. It's fun. <sighs> it's so great. Um, yeah, you should check it out. I got to check it out. Chaos it's in the Old World it is a winner. I think it's out of print, right? I think that's... Oh, yeah. So, like, they stopped printing it, so yeah. my... Our friend's girlfriend got him a copy for, like, their anniversary or something, like, present, maybe just just because, but she found, like, a semi-cheap one on eBay. Something being great. out of print feels so dramatic. I know. Uh, yeah, it is, I mean, like... It is, like, Jumanji in that yeah. way. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Um, I think that we should probably move into Iconic Not Iconic, uh, start wrapping up. Molly, this is our final segment of the show where we've pre-prepared three topics and we'll go through them one by one and we'll, I'll, I'll tell you all what the topic is and we'll count down from three and then we'll say whether we think that thing is iconic or not iconic and then we'll discuss. Okay. Work. You're going to do great. I'm so nervous. <laughs> First up, we have tearing your ACL. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Iconic. Not iconic. <laughs> Not iconic. <laughs> you guys both said iconic. I do, because I think that everyone knows someone who has torn their ACL. And I think and that everyone exactly, knows what that means. That is why I said iconic, because my mother tore her ACL, and my mother is an icon. <laughs> wow. So I just, There's you know, that. like, for my mom, like, tearing your ACL, absolutely iconic. Absolutely. So when did she do it? Because I think there's a surgery now where they can just, like, you're good to go the next day. But, like, before it was, like... <laughs> next day? Maybe not the next day, girl, but, like, apparently there's surgeries now where it's, like, so much better than it used to be. It was, a, like, around 2007, 2008. Okay, we're... Yeah. Yeah, Damn. I feel like I someone I knew at camp had torn their ACL, and they, like, had, they were unconscious the entire time, and, like, that it was It is the all first, the rage. Yeah, and, like, I just was, like... Oh, I've never even heard of that. But then, since then I will never forget it. Yeah. Literally, it seems so painful. Like, I don't even, I know nothing about the anatomy of pretty much the entire body. But, um, like, just the idea of tearing that tendon or When like you whatever. put tear next to anything, it's like, absolutely not. No. Uh, no, thank you. I'll rip this paper for you. I don't want to, ugh. No, my tissues, please leave intact. (laughs) I, I think about my Achilles tendon all the time. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be okay? It's going to be fine, but it is a fragile piece of the body. Like, 
Uh-huh. Yeah, because you start thinking about it, and it's like very thin and like just sort of weirdly. I don't know. Just I don't know. I just hope nothing ever bad happens to mine. And these sports players, they just like what they get a new one every week. Oof. A new Achilles tendon. I don't know. Yeah, they're doing something. Start to use rubber after a while, just like a rubber band replacement. Yeah, I'm worried for mine. I've been nursing a knee injury. I know it's not the same thing, but I also feel some stuff going on my heel. I'm just like, can you not right now? Uh, Just worried about my damn leg. Uh, Okay, next up we have Sawdust. Wow. Three, Three, two, two, one. Not Not iconic. iconic. Not iconic. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Here's the thing. Sawdust... Seemingly useless. One time in art school, I tried to like dye it pink, and like we had to do this project where they gave us like a chair, and they were like, "Make anything," or like, "Make shoes," like, "Make something out of the chair that's not a chair that you can still like sit on or something." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be conceptual, and I'm gonna make a fuck ton of sawdust out of this wood, and like." diet pink but like it just turned into fucking gloop and like sawdust <laughs> is the most useless shit there is it's it's terrible it's yeah not good. you just sweep it like that's all you're doing it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> absolutely it is just debris like yeah it's just the leftover of something else happening like yeah. there, there's no use for it it's really just annoying and gets everywhere on your clothes and on your hands and Honestly, I'm not really much of a woodshop person in general, so I just hope I never come into contact with it because if I do, I know I'm in the wrong place. (laughs) (laughs) I like, it's also like a fire hazard as fuck, you know, like just get that shit away from me. Because it's so dry or what? Yeah, it dries out the air and like if it like disperses in the air, it's like very flammable mm-hmm. and it's so dry. You need to like moisturize so much after you're around it. No. Okay. Finally, we have wearing a Halloween mask as a COVID mask. <sighs> Three. Three, two, two, two one. one. Iconic. Not iconic. I need to see if it's actually servicing as a covid mask like if there is no airflow and like it's a tight fucking seal but you still are wearing like like a jason mask is not gonna fly girl like that is a that's a hockey chorus yeah that's but like plastic power rangers mask that'll work yeah, like yeah. I guess it. I I it, I was a reluctant iconic, and I think that it's because it really does depend on what the costume is, and like I think the proximity to Halloween too, because I think the yeah. further from Halloween, the more iconic. <laughs> <sighs> Absolutely, yes, True. yes, I agree with this about costumes in general. Like, yeah. you wearing costume in July is so much more iconic than you wearing, costume but not like before. not spooky, scary. Like, I don't want. I'm not interested in that necessarily. Mm. Just like sort of a rubber face mask over your regular head. You know that video (laughs) where it's like, I mean, it's fake, but it's like Emma Watson taking off the mask (gasps) of Sofia Vergara. Yes. 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 (laughs) Absolutely. Like that sort of mask where it like melds to your face. Mm -hmm. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I just need to make sure there's like a filter pocket or like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said not iconic CDC. because 
I was, I am, I was concerned that it was not going to be doing enough of a job, but I do. I, I mean, if, if it is approved, if it's acceptable, what is it called? Uh, I don't know, I, yes, that is exactly what I was trying to think of. If, if it is acceptable PPE, like go off, yeah. wear go it. Uh, I hope that you stay safe and keep everyone else safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or, or just go dressed as a nurse for Halloween. Yeah, and nurses always have to wear a mask. Have the mask, so you're good. Classic, or like a ninja. Mm, um, that wraps us up for the show, Molly. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was so great. Uh, before we get to plugs and stuff, we always remind our listeners to go out and get tested. This has taken tested, on yeah. all new meaning in our current world order, but definitely know your status of every kind uh, and go out and get registered to vote. Joe's out there. If you see him, uh, he can help you out, figure out if you're registered, get you registered. Absolutely. And actually, I just signed up to work at the polls, too. So if you are out there on election day, maybe you'll run into me and I can help you out, tell you what bubbles to fill in if you need help. Or I mean, that's probably illegal. So I'll just show you how to do it. Uh, I could I can show you how to do that if you need help. You can tell them where the machine is that they put the thing in. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to do anything illegal, just trying to help people out. Uh, and finally, give back. Give back your energy, give back your time. That's what I'm trying to do by working at the polls. Uh, and so that's it. Molly, where can people find you elsewhere? I get, you know, just like on TikTok, on Instagram. It's some variation of Molly Elizabeth Brown everywhere. I don't like my, being called by my middle name, but there's too many Molly Browns. So, mm. you know, wherever you are, just try Molly Elizabeth Brown, try Molly Liz Brown. Uh, just you'll figure it out. You'll find me. I've got Sorry. brown hair. Sick. Um, you can follow me at Queerville Queen on Instagram and Twitter. Black Lives Fucking Matter. And yeah, bitch. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here, Molly. And like no, sharing true. your expertise. Thank your you for having me. Tournament champion level expertise. Um, I'm at Sam Stanish on Instagram and Twitter. And I have another podcast, The Bitter Jurors Podcast, where we are currently discussing Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, we are in book two. Book two, chapter two, Cave of Two Lovers just came out this week. Kind of an iconic episode, Secret yeah. Tunnel, etc. Uh, and actually, on the day of this episode's release, Joe and I were on our sister podcast, The Hump, uh, with Michelle and Maddie. They guested on our pod a while ago, and we our, our episode of their show is out. It's about our sexual awakenings, and yeah. uh, we learned a lot. There was uh, a... Uh, eye-opening pod <laughs> it Check was an it experience out. yeah very fun um it's out the same day as this one so if this episode's out so is that episode uh that's it for the show molly thank you again for being here thank you ciao ciao bye everybody bye.